Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's opening day in St. Louis, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. MLB Network's Greg Amzinger, always fired up for baseball, but especially on opening day. Good morning, Greg. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm drinking coffee out of my uh, St. Louis Cardinals baseball mug, coffee mug. I had a great night of sleep in my St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> adult onesie. <laughs> I feel great. I am fired up for this. It is one of the most anticipated opening days as a Cardinal fan I can remember. I, would you agree with that, guys? It yes. is one of the most highly anticipated opening days in recent memory. Well, Greg, let's ride this wave of positivity. Randy and I are asking listeners to send in their one optimistic thought about the Cardinals for 2022. you got to give us yours. Well, I think they've got the best lineup in their division. The talk of the Milwaukee Brewers being the runaway train in the Central. Uh, here's my theory. Uh, this is, I'm going with this all year long. Are you ready? The ready. New York Mets were symbolic of what the 2022 season's about, and that is finicky starting pitching health. It, 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 it is not going to be there for any of the 30 Major League Baseball teams. Not one team will have what the Chicago Cubs had the year they won the World Series, which is all five guys make 30 starts and have that consistent help. It's not going to happen. We have a shortened spring training. Guys were on their own workout routine, which isn't good for training staffs, right, because of the lockout. They couldn't oversee what they were doing. We have a shortened spring training. Hurry up, let's get ready. And now you're going to see this, this really odd year where teams will have six-man rotations. You're not going to see guys make 30 starts. We just came off a year where the Cy Young Award winner in the National League didn't throw 170 innings in Corbin Burns. So I think the teams with the best lineups, the teams that can score and match, especially in the first two months, let's not give away games in April, guys. Let's not do that. These are the, this is the time of the calendar to win games by outscoring your opponent 14 to 8. The Cardinals have the lineup to do that. And I believe Christian Yelich is, is the X factor for the entire NL Central. If he stays ice cold, the Cardinals will win the NL Central. I'm telling you, they're my pick. Greg Amzinger, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the pitching. I want to go a little bit deeper because the Cardinals announced that Jordan Hicks, at least at the outset, is going to be their fifth starter. And he's not a guy that historically has pitched even more than one inning. So you wouldn't expect more than two. It seems to me the Cardinals are really taking advantage in the early part of this season in the 28-man roster and the 15-man pitching staff. I completely agree with that. I love the creative idea of putting Hicks in the rotation. He still throws gas, easy gas, which I think what you'll find as they continue to rev him up, we won't see him throw five innings until late May. 
in, in my in my estimation, if all things work out. If you've got a special arm, which is the most special arm in the entire organization, he has it. Having him as a reliever when he's already had injuries in the past does not help him. It does not. To put him on a, a scheduled, regimented, you can actually control his innings, watch when he works out. That is the way to keep this special arm healthy. He's told everyone, I'm sure he told you guys, if you've interviewed him, he's always wanted to be a starter. Even when he was this flame-throwing reliever that we couldn't take our eyes off of, and Yadier Molina's like, this kid's got to break camp. I don't care if he's out of high school. He's got to break camp with us. He's always told people he wanted to be a starter. This is what he wants to do. It's good for his arm health. And I believe at the back end of the rotation, this is where you experiment. This is where you see what you got. Because you've got great names, solidified veteran leadership. I know people are pulling their hair off because of Flaherty's health, and that's a concern. And you might want a safer bet in the number five spot. But I think with the expanded rosters, I'm with you. I, I, I think this is where you go, and it's another creative idea. The other thing I've noticed about as I wake up today thinking about the Cardinal baseball, there's a brand-new manager who's significantly younger than a lot of players on his own team that he's managing, and it might be the eighth most interesting storyline <laughs> for the St. Louis Cardinals on, on opening day. That's how crazy this day is. That's a great point, Greg. I, I think we tend to forget that Ali Marmol is a rookie manager and he's making his debut today because we have so many other things to talk about surrounding this Cardinals team. But, Greg, as we sit here on opening day, today's a day to take a risk with a take before anything really happens. So give us, across baseball, what your bold prediction is for the 2022 season. Uh, I think the Toronto Blue Jays are going to be the best team in the American League. That's not a super bold prediction. Uh, I went and did the prediction show the other night. I'm sure Cardinal fans may have seen it. I had a couple buddies text me awful things, which I don't think they're my buddies anymore. Uh, but I, I'm sticking with my theme, which is the team with the best lineup is going to win. I, I really believe that's the 2022 theme. I, I'm going with the Philadelphia Phillies to play the Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series. This is 1993 all over again, except there's no Joe Carter and there's no Mitch Williams. And I think the Phillies are the best team. I think they're going to be the best team in baseball. Here's why. The Mickey Moniak experiment, the former number one overall pick, this kid looked amazing in spring training. He's going to be their starting center fielder. I truly believe with Bryson Stott as the new Ben Zobrist, a rookie kid that plays all over the place, a great left-handed bat, with the additions of Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber. This is not what Cardinal fans want to hear on opening day. I think nine, all nine position players for the Philadelphia Phillies will have 20 or more home runs. <laughs> That's how great this lineup is, and they're going to mash. And I think it's going to be the two best lineups in baseball will collide come October into November, the Blue Jays and the Phillies. That's my bold, bold, bold prediction. Now, Greg... You're picking Philadelphia. A lot of people are picking the Dodgers. Here in St. Louis, we're really concerned about the health of the rotation, which is reasonable because you didn't see Hudson last year. You barely saw Michaelis or Hudson. Flaherty is already hurt. Jordan Hicks has that history. So I, I, I get, and by the way, Stephen Matz does too, and a lot of the bullpen guys. I, I totally get that, and I have similar questions. That being said, if the Cardinals had Kershaw and Andrew Heaney and Tony Gonsolin and David Price and Dustin May and Craig Kimbrell and uh, Jimmy Nelson and Danny Duffy, if those guys were on the Cardinals staff, I would be really concerned about their health too. 1,000% Randy character. And let's not overlook the fact that Walker Bueller 
and Julio Arias have had a gigantic workload that is stretched into the fall every year of their big league careers. When is that going to catch up to them? I don't want to predict injuries, but to just assume that these two guys are going to be consistently durable when the entire industry doesn't see that happen, I think you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm not as all-in on the Dodgers as people are right now, as the surefire bet to represent the National League. I know the Freddie Freeman edition is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Completely love that. But Craig Kimbrell couldn't get anyone out with the Chicago White Sox. I know he just sub one ERA wins with the Cubs. Totally get it. But to assume he's going to be as effective as Kenley Jansen was last year, who had a great bounce back here as closer of the Dodgers, there are a lot of question marks for L.A. There just, there just is. So I, I'm not all in. And there's another team in the West that I kind of like more that went and got Sean Minaya, which I was hoping the Cardinals would get. Mm-hmm. And that's the San Diego Padres. The Padres have more starting pitching depth to – Weather the storm for the forecast that I'm predicting for the 2022 season, which is the team that has the most pitching depth will be the team that is going to survive this. The Phillies really invested in it. I like their top four in the rotation. The Suarez kid, is the lefty, is actually really, really good. Zach Eflin is putting it all together. Nola's going to be better than last year. And, of course, they got Wheeler, who's been dealing with some injuries, but what he did last year was terrific, and I think he, he should have won the Cy Young. I am in on teams that can score and have enough pitching depth. I like the Padres in the West more than I like the Los Angeles Dodgers because of the pitching question marks that you brought up. Hey, Greg, let me give you one other thing here. The Cardinals start off with four against the Pirates, a couple against a, uh, a better Kansas City team. Then they get four against Milwaukee. I really think, and we always talk about this, uh, fast start being important. I don't think you can afford to split with Pittsburgh. I, I think you need to do three out of four. I think you need to split with KC. I'm really intrigued by that uh, series at Milwaukee next week. These two National League Central Titans meeting early, especially with Milwaukee's pitching being nominally healthy, I think that's going to be a fun series. I think it is, too. And I go. I love to play the game of going position by position and which team do you like more. If you play that game between the Cardinals and the Brewers, it's dramatic, dramatically one-sided to the Cardinals. Dramatically one-sided to the Cardinals. I know the starting pitching is a thing in their bullpen. You don't want to get the hater. He's the best reliever of baseball, in my opinion. Totally get all that. But the Milwaukee Brewers and their future is, to me, on the shoulders of their highest-paid player. And there are whispers that Christian Yelich might have morphed into the, the Brewers' version of Jason Hayward. Oh. And if that happens, they have an uphill climb. They do. With the expanded postseason, they might be able to squeak in. But they're not going to be able to hang with the Cardinals. When you have your starting pitchers having to perform like Jacob DeGrom did – the last three years when he is healthy, which Jacob DeGrom got the baseball and he knew his team, if he's lucky, will score him two runs. So your, your, your room for error is so minimal. That becomes stressful. And it wasn't that bad last year. Willie Adamas helped out with that. But the Milwaukee Brewers are not bulletproof the way people think they are. And to hear that they're the heavy, heavy favorite in the Central, to me, just doesn't make any sense. I just I don't like that, and and I think the Cardinals have an opportunity here to flex their muscles early on, ride the emotional high that they have of having Albert Pujols and Wainwright and Yadier Molina back, and also get out of the gray area, which is going to be a theme where months away from that, totally get it. Expanded postseason means there will be more teams in the gray area 
of should we be buyers or sellers? And that is a spot you don't want to be in. How do you ensure that you're not in the gray area come trade deadline? Win games in April and May. Ensure that you're Mm -hmm. not, that you know you're going to be buyers. That's what you do now. So to me, the finish line should be trade deadline. Let's get there knowing that we're in the mix to win a division and be in October. That should be the Cardinals' goal as they kickstart these series to begin the year. Okay, Greg Amzinger, two more things from a business standpoint. Number one, we're going to talk to Bob Costas in a little while. Of course, he was supposed to do the Yankees-Red Sox today. That game already rained out. It was rained out yesterday. Does that change your work day that MLB Network is not going to have Yankees-Red Sox today, or are you going to do a different game? You're a very smart man. Uh, We're doing a different game. So we're doing the Brewers and the Cubs, which will be the first game at 220 Eastern. Uh, We'll be carrying that game. I will be on Instead of post-game after the Red Sox-Yankees, which would have been aired on our network, I'll be doing 5 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern with Harold Reynolds and Dan Plesak, uh leading up to the West Coast action, showing Otani getting the baseball for the Angels tonight, which will be on our air. So I'll be on TV today on this opening day. Four hours. We're putting together a very fancy Albert Pujols' back segment. Nice. Uh, I'll give you, there will be a couple props. Uh, a couple Cardinal jerseys will be on. <laughs> some of the on-air talent. Uh, there will be an Albert Pujols jersey on. It's one of the broadcasters. I don't know which one. But that will be coming up later tonight on our opening day edition of MLB Tonight. And this schedule change allows Greg Amzinger to watch Tigers' entire round. You're absolutely right, because as you said before, the weather's terrible in the Northeast, which is where Greg Amstinger lives. So I'm staring at my pool inside because it's raining, getting set to watch Tiger Woods play golf. Why do you call me out? Were you the guy that would raise would raise your hand in the classroom and be like, uh, Miss Jones, Greg is uh, throwing paper airplanes. Uh, Miss Jones, Greg Amstinger is talking. Yeah, you're just snitching on me in front of all your listeners, man. That's what you're doing right now. Greg, trust me, on this day, I wouldn't be in class. (laughs) (laughs) What was I thinking? I'm so sorry, Randy. I apologize. You're right. You're the kid in the back row with me. You're the kid in the back row with me. We are. I I got told uh, a couple of years ago, and here I am in my late 50s, an assistant principal at Parkway North came up and said, hey, do you remember a certain history teacher? I said, yeah, I remember him. He said, you know, he came up to me one time. I was the assistant principal. He was teaching history. And he said, what am I going to do about this character kid? And he said, what do you mean? He said, he just sits in the back of the room talking sports all day. And the assistant (laughs) principal said, hey, don't worry about it. That's what he's going to do. Just let him do his thing. (laughs) So they did. (laughs) Well, hey, you know what? I'm glad you had someone in your corner because without that person saying, let him do your thing, where would Randy, Randy character in construction would be an odd thing to look at, right? It would be an odd thing to look at. (laughs) Greg, I I got so many stories. Uh, Next time we're together, I'll I'll tell you some stories about what I would be doing. (laughs) Wow. I'm only waiting with bated breath. (laughs) Talk about a tease. Holy smokes. Have a a great day. We'll be in touch later on, and uh, go Cards. All right. Happy opening day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Greg. Thanks. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. 
TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.